This podcast is a member of the Detroit Podcasters Network. Detroit Podcasters Network. A place to find the greatest podcast from the Motor City. Located at DetroitPodcasters.net. Because that fakes me out every time I hear that siren at Zodiac. You're going to listen to the podcast and you hear the uh, bell. You, hear, you listen to our podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, he's like, where is it? You think it's time to go. Oh, crap. You have to leave. It's you like my phone ringing. During you start, the... start taking your, your uh, sports stuff off and head to the shower. And then you realize, oh, I'm at work and you're naked. <laughs> Party at the start of the tour. My phone rings in the middle of your little mm-hmm. video. drives me nuts at that same <laughs> That phone's gone, though. Are we recording? Yes. Start it off, Shmo. The year's 2006. Check your watch. The, uh, I don't have my watch on. Uh-oh. But the month is now October. <laughs> Wednesday, October. I know, I, I hovered and I clicked. <laughs> it's the 4th of October. Joe had to use wow. the Windows wow. calendar. One week away. What are we? We are less than a week. Yeah, we're six days away from the release of the album. And why have we assembled here? Because we listened to the album on Radio Margaritaville. Dun, what was dun, it called? Dun. What was it called? There was a Take title. The weather with Party at the end of the world. No, it went out. They named the show. The difficult 40th album. <laughs> So, what was it? What was Take it called? Take the Weather With You. Yeah, the name of the album, Take the Weather With You. I mean, what did they call the show on... Uh, it's Jimmy Was in the Studio, something like that. Man. Jimmy in the <laughs> Studio. Mike's... Mike's... Scott's like are distracted. Is this <laughs> yeah, Mike, Mike's, playing with, no. Mike's playing with Scott's porn machine. They're, they're, a bit, they're a bit speechless because I'm just someone is checking out Maxim.com or the equivalent. Is it Maxim.com or something else? We know not what you're speaking. Not making stuff up about us. Yeah. Right. All right. Well, it was called something. Jimmy was in the studio. Was that Huntington? Steve Huntington. Huntington. Yes. From Radio Margaritaville. And uh, we got to listen to almost the entire album. Yeah, except for the, the key piece that some of us were waiting for. Yeah, we'll, wait to, we'll wait to the end. Of it. All right, all right. Almost <laughs> So they're replaying it when Friday they said sometime? Yeah, nine in the morning. Oh, we scheduled this thing. Jeez. The only decent time is, is I think on Sunday where it's like three PM. Yeah, it's all weird times from yeah, here on out. And they think and, we're all sleep deprived or something. Because nine well, in the we morning don't work because we can listen in the middle of the day. Yeah, because nine in the morning, that's Eastern time, right? So you're talking about six AM West Coast. Let's get right to the good stuff, the album. Woo! Jimmy's got a new album coming out. <laughs> We're going to bring us back on yeah. task. <laughs> so anyway, oh, the interview oh, as a whole... He must have closed his browser. Was it, hey, let's talk about the interview. Yes. First of all, outstanding to... interview. First time we got to see the details that we've all wanted. It wasn't the fluff, Jimmy flies, Jimmy drinks, and it sucks to be the rest of us interview that he does on the Today Show every year or his token Jay Leno visit. Or any of those other quaint little interviews. This was a detailed yeah. synopsis a, of every song, a little bit of story, talks about the music, how he achieved different aspects of the music. Yeah, who's playing bass on which part and what kind yeah. of bass it is and things like that. Something that uh, someone like Buffett can't do anymore, but now that he has his channel, 
he can do it. It was so outstanding. It was cool. Yeah. So that was refreshing, is my word. And then uh, we get into the album. Yeah, we're not. Uh, this is probably going to be our last podcast for a week or two, or probably give us another uh, another week. When the album comes out, <laughs> listen. Look at these guys. Well, unless you, uh, we're, we're gonna, gonna take time. To we're like, gonna take yeah, care yeah. of. We're gonna take care of the new album now, and then we're gonna take next week off and actually listen to our CD copies of it. Right. So we don't have to rush, and then we can talk about that and other things. We because <laughs> some people, some people think that our shows aren't as good as they were when we first started. Yes, yeah, some people Who say said that. So HUD wasn't listening. HUD goes to was HUD goes to that Axros, that Brownstown Axros. Someone that's a friend of him and Tim Ames, Buffalo mm-hmm. Parrothead, mm-hmm. goes, hey, I heard you on a podcast to HUD. HUD's mm-hmm. on our podcast for two <laughs> minutes, and he, someone just comes up to him? Yeah, <laughs> he's a, the celebrity. That's not he's fair. On, he's been on for half a minute. <laughs> <laughs> he's the one that's the only one that's ever been picked out in public. Hey, heard you on a podcast. Yeah, those, and she went on to say we were pretty funny to everything at first. Now we're getting kind of lame, is what oh, HUD said, on. she said. HUD just liked to rub the word lame in my face. Which, he doesn't realize that we think we're lame. <laughs> <laughs> so, joke's on her. <laughs> ha! And then HUD's getting closer and closer to joining us. We need his, uh, his pessimistic opinion <laughs> to balance out the podcast. Well, such a, since he's such a star, I don't know yeah. if he'd if he deign to appear on we have to give him a, oh, yeah. He's getting the public notoriety. We'd like to give him some kind of uh, appearance fee or some, some kind of guarantees. <laughs> Alright, well, Chris Tompkins, Josh Keir, and Mark Irwin. What do they have in common? They, 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 this podcast? In this they wrote the first song <laughs> on Buffett's new album. Bama or Bama or Bama Breeze. Yeah, I'm calling it Bama Breeze, and now Scott has taken to calling it Bama Breeze. <laughs> he's, just, he's just giving it he up just wants from to now be on. He's not even trying. <laughs> okay, we'll wait. There are boobies on the screen. Because <laughs> they're giggling. I'm not giggling. And I wrote my little notes from listening to it just Snickering. because when Buffett adds the word hell, like, uh, what the hell could it hurt when the it just sounds pure Buffett. There's the way he, it's something Buffett would say, and that's not what the original writers had in that line. No, what did they have there? Just didn't say hell. Oh, what the heck could it hurt? No, it just what, what, what could, it could it hurt? Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, and it just adding hell just seems so. Jimmy's the man. It just uh, belongs there. Yeah, he just kind of made that line his own that way. This is something Buff would do. Throwing a little Buffett mild ties. profane. Before I took my first margaritaville, I was actually typing notes as we were going along. And I it wrote... means margarita. <laughs> what did I say? Margaritaville. Oh, okay. Before he took his vacation to margaritaville. Wow. <laughs> that was quite a potent margaritaville. Oh, whoa. <laughs> so I wrote a feel-good song. He's actually taking up a residence. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> A feel good. What is oh, this? Somebody's phoning it in. Maybe it's like, if Joe, if you're listening to this later, it's your phone. It's not real. This is recorded <laughs> yeah, phone. Oh, wait, don't get up answer your phone. A feel good song. Very easy to listen to. Fun, easy, breezy. Jimmy. Wow, good thing. That's my synopsis. Good thing you were sober for that. <laughs> that was before the margarita. Mm-hmm. I think that was an insult. <laughs> Well, you can't be too drunk. Did he just insult? My my uh, review stays the same. It was, I said it was big. It's a big song. Big guitars, big drums. I stick with that. Yep. Still sounds big. Except 
the more I hear it, the more I wonder how how do you not sing Freebird slow? Oh, you're getting too picky now. <laughs> oh, that's just out of control. Come on. You talk about the. I'm just free bird singing singing free yeah, why, why would you point out somebody sings Freebird slow? Everybody sings Freebird slow. Yeah. I've never heard the polka Because he changed that. Bird. Why did he change all that? those lines that way? He had to um, make it rhyme. He didn't, want he, to, he didn't want to endorse he went to the, Curtis Lowe. So well, let's not overanalyze. It's a he great song. You could have mentioned Lulu without mentioning Freebird. Good opening song for an album. Yeah, I like the song. I do yeah, like great the song. My Thumbs picking up, on its little, uh, my, this little trivial picking on it of mine. No, it does not take away the fact that it's a great song. Yeah. Party at the end of the world. The name of the the first name of the album, and the name of the tour, but not the name of the album. Is and it? we all heard it live. Yeah, we all. Yeah, yeah. we're used to hearing it live. And we all seem to like it better it. live than we liked it <laughs> studio. I don't know if we is all that true. Are we all? No. I like that. Are you speaking for Mike and I? Yeah, is that the consensus of the rest of you? I did not like the studio. It's not that I didn't like it. I wouldn't skip it, but it's certainly... I didn't like that voice in there. I don't even know what yeah. you call that. Musically speaking, the the just, playback of Mac. Yeah, it's already... It's processed. Re- repeating the line, and it just seemed very hokey. It made it song hokey that wasn't hokey live to me. It's uh, it's kind of funny how this, the live version really played up the uh, the melodic part, the do-do-do-do part, yeah. but the studio version really played up the rhythm, the, the, rhythm. the drums. That's a good point. So that was interesting. I guess that's true. Which I, mean, I thought live, it almost got uh, monotonous, that, that constant loop that they were mm-hmm. going through, that I still don't want to take away from it, now I'm picking on it. I do like the song, yeah, but a, I didn't notice, I didn't notice the, the monotonous looping of that uh, I downloaded that, that video, the video's on YouTube for that. It's Apparently. not your real phone, Schmo. It's, no, don't, don't try to answer you're answering phone now. it now. Don't get confused. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we're still talking about party at the end of the world. Party at the end of the world. I think we're done. We're done. Okay. I picked on it. Yeah, we. They, they we talked about the little voice part, and you know, it's it, for I them. It's I guess I never really super liked it live. It was okay, and so. I just liked the beat, and I think nah, I was busy during the song. In, to be honest, live that didn't stick out. Oh, I, I also didn't like the uh, the little no, no, I meant uh, sound today, effects at the here. beginning. Jimmy's little uh, little uh, shortwave radio call out or ham radio call out. I didn't care for that because he he, uh, he d- it doesn't make sense. He misrepresented the title for one thing. Yeah. But anyway, track three, "Weather with You," written by the Finn Brothers. Sounds a lot like the uh, the studio or the, the original, original. Love, Crowded House version. Love the original. Yeah. Song clearly not a stretch for Buffett. It's a great song. Good feeling. Uh, much like Bama Breeze, a song Buffett should have written, and it would have been a classic Buffett had he written it, but he didn't. So it's just a good tune. It's. I, I think it was a good idea to sound like the original, and yeah. try to keep it with that ensemble feel. Well, of singing. All this time, I heard about him doing the song. I never put two and two together. This was the song. Uh, it's a terrific song. Great I think song. he did. They think they did I a like good the job. They uh, did it. Doing oh it yeah, he didn't. One. He didn't. He played that song very true. If you play those back to back, I tried to get both of them going at the same time. I mean, they he hits it fairly close to the mark. Kind of like when he did Uncle John's band. He didn't really buffetize it. He was. He was. He just. Did a good job with it. Now this is the one with Gomez, right? The yeah. Band that Gomez been yes. in. That was okay. I like that. 
I'm, I'm, and, and I'm checking out more Finn Brothers stuff. I know they're now, playing Tim Finn on Radio Margaritaville. And one of the things so, we learned, um, too, is that like they, they, uh, they were never together in the studio to Doing this. I don't like know that I can get into any more music now. I'm going to start to overcommit. You guys just got me into Roger Klein. I don't want to know that I need to get into the Finn Brothers now. One time. Yeah, keep well, focus on Roger Klein. And I, that's why Hutch should be here because. Which I can't get tickets to Roger Klein. No, you're kidding me. No. Oh, it's yeah. still on there. And he's, he's still doing Chicago, available. Detroit. No, Cleveland, Detroit, Chicago. Right. I cannot get tickets. Oh, I say we go to Cleveland. So I, I keep trying to call there. <laughs> I can never get a hold of anybody at Magic Bag. So it'll be legendary. You guys are evil. Oh my! God. So the story goes. <laughs> kind of All question. right. I'm sorry. Well, we're now when we need the phone to ring. The next track is everybody's on the phone, hey. which is pretty much true here in my house at mm -hmm. all times. How much most kids are on the phone? In fact, they are right now. Yeah. And I pointed out, well, Jimmy pointed out that he, he got the idea because people were on the phone during his concert. And I did notice because... Of the, Here I he goes, the bragging about his great seat. <laughs> and I, as I was sitting in the third row on the right-hand side, right across from uh, right across from Utley, I noticed that everybody... And they weren't even just using it as camera phones. They were actually talking on their phones. Some people would call, like several people, and I don't understand it, literally called up and just held up the phone. Yeah, that happens. Yeah. Okay, I, so don't I, I don't get yeah. it. Don't understand it. I mean, well, but, that's what Buffett said. It. I mean, Buffett say that? Yeah. yeah. Mariucci was sitting two rows behind me in the center, and him and... Behind him. Behind him. <laughs> his, behind him. <laughs> so and everybody is, knows. And he, better seats. And he was Mariucci. on the phone, and then... Bill Lambeer, who was two, two rows behind the mooch in the center, had... Uh, if anybody's counting, that's four rows behind Scott. <laughs> had, uh, once again, he had, he was on the phone for like one whole song. So I'm thinking, you know, I know he just won the uh, WNBA title, but couldn't he have hold, held off his phone call during a concert? How can you hear? Like I even, my wife called me like during the beginning of the show and I could barely hear her. everything was so loud I don't understand the whole phone thing I don't get but it but back to the song I hate the phone period period <laughs> I didn't like the live version so much um I I did like the studio version better I liked it uh, musically better country rock feel which doesn't usually excite me um but I I wouldn't skip this song <laughs> didn't okay I have another here Mike says it's like Window on the World? Yeah. Is this the one? Yeah. He, he, okay. he Scott, wants to, <laughs> Scott wants to kick his ass. <laughs> he knows not what he speaks. It's like Window on the World with a bass line. And, and we, heard, bass line. Yeah. we heard Fingers playing. And they're both Will Kimbrough songs. Mm -hmm. yeah. We heard Fingers playing on this yep. one, right? Fingers. At least we think it's Fingers. Who was also Please on Please write uh, in to Mike. You don't <laughs> yeah, have a clue at NorthCoastCast.com. Scott wants to kick Mike to ass at NorthCoastCast.com. By the way, whenever we toss out those uh, email addresses that mm -hmm. don't sound like they're real, they actually are. They are real. Yeah. So if you do want to write us at any of these ad these addresses <laughs> that we throw out, they will work. And so complaints. I just, I just you can write it. Even that, you are lame at NorthCoastCast.com. They will work. At yeah. North Coast Ass. No, actually, North Coast Ass. <laughs> okay, that one won't work. <laughs> Unless you do North Coast Those, Ass at NorthCoastCast.com. Those emails go to Mike. Yeah, North Coast Ass emails go directly to Mike. I'll take that. 
And but yeah, I just I just want to point that yeah. out because I bet when we when we say these email addresses, nobody mm-hmm. believes. We, they think yeah. we're just throwing crap out. But people nobody actually wants to, nobody wants believes to, me right now. Free leather They jacket. actually will work yeah. as email addresses as long Mickey as Mickey stays up all night creating them. <laughs> yeah, domain proper, and you can also um, get us at wasteinaway.net. Because that's our that's our alternate domain that I mentioned a few weeks back. We've got both those domains, but stick with NorthCoastCast.com. Carry on. What are we on? Like song four now? Song five. Uh, go to whoop de doo. Oh yes, the curveball. That's a curveball for me. Yeah, the song that everybody was worried about. Yes, we spoke of this on the last podcast, and uh, we were scared. Went in with a little bit of intrepidation. You guys were. I, I, I trust Mark Knopfler. Right. Wouldn't intrepidation be a good? We stormed the song. He just means trepidation. Here comes English Mickey. Just trepidation. <laughs> yeah, here goes Mickey's grammar corner. <laughs> hey, carry on. But, uh, yeah, you guys were scared. Again. I was not. I'm not scared of Mark Knopfler. I trust him. No, I, I, I feared a uh, Math Sucks type song, but... I, I'm disappointed in the title. Completely different. I mean, I know that's the hook of the song because he says it, but seriously, that's that title scared is scared. It's way misleading. There's yeah. no way that, that didn't you, come that way at all. Right. And it's slow country twang, not what we were playing. <laughs> Bring it out. Bring it out. All right. So whoop de doo. I I I'm gonna have to listen to that song again. Take a look at the lyrics, but I think it could grow on me. No, I I liked it. I I thought it was good. I liked the guitar work in it. Yeah. And, Definitely uh, not a skipper. No, that's no. going to be interesting to hear that. We have, we have not had a skipper yet, I believe. That is the consensus. Yeah. Where are we at? Next. Track nothing, six. Nothing but a breeze. Nothing but a breeze. Changes the whiskey references and the, the smoky mm-hmm. whiskey references in it to smooth tequila. Mm-hmm. I like that. That scores points right there. And mm-hmm. that one was written by what? Jesse Winchester. These guys are on a little bit of a tequila fetish, so that mm-hmm. plus, that <laughs> just a little was pleasantly right surprising to them. Enjoyable. You can call it but that. But the, the song, Bomb and Breeze 2. Mm-hmm. Whoa, tonight's gap between the Tigers and Yankees has been canceled? I don't remember if I had anything. Weather yet. delay. Oh, wow. is it a weather delay? Wow. It must be rain in New York. Mm-hmm. And it's got the rain that we got today. Tigers are game two. ALDS. Yes. It's counting. Here it is, 2006. <laughs> <laughs> Check, in. Check your two. Windows calendar. <laughs> the uh, weather is raining in New York. They took okay. the weather with them. On to side two. <laughs> Cinco de Mayo in Memphis. Ah, Bravo. A song, yeah, it sounded really Brought good. Brought a smile it, to my face. It still sounded like another song, and no, it took me, no, no. took me many, many minutes to figure out what it was. It, what, I'm not going to tell you. Uh, it actually had nothing to do with the melody. No, you did just, tell us. You it was just the rhythm. The what rhythm of the verses. You, you must have stepped out. Oh, that's oh, when you went paid Cuban for pizza. Crime, yeah, it reminded Passion. me of Cuban Crime of Passion. So I just, I'll throw that out and see if anybody else thinks that. I, think, no, I'll let them I could, I could hear that. I really could, but I think musically this song is better. I really thought that this was a fun song to listen to, and we had received the guy, the uh, Guy Clark version. Uh, earlier, and I thought it was an okay song. I think this is really a great song with the buffetization of it. Um, and you can picture, we discussed this as we were listening to the song, we can picture Heather dancing on stage. Well, yeah, and the webpages you were looking at too, you could probably picture 
And that's what we were looking for on the web, is Heather dancing to this song somewhere. But no, uh, it was very, very good. Great song. Going to really, really move that one up on the uh, list. Band yeah. sounded great. It's definitely really cornerstone of the of the record, I think, at, the, at this early stage, anyway. Next, Rega Billy Hill. I said it was. A, I, I wrote down this was a nice and easy song. I didn't mind hearing it, but I was making and drinking margaritas at the time, <laughs> which makes any song. But I didn't. I, it didn't give me. A, I, I didn't get it. It didn't have my full attention because I was uh, shaking margaritas. To I was. Be I was kind of worried about this song. Because I didn't know if it was going to be, you know, a good song or just silly. Because the title, the title, for but, job, but I did. I, I ended title. up liking it. Yeah, it's a good, good, good song. I think it's solid. Just yeah. a very solid song. Yep. yep. It's got a good reggae tune tone to it. Mm-hmm. it just feels Who good. was the one that did this originally? Michael Garrett is the writer of Reggabilly Hill. Yeah. But who do you, is he? Is that who recorded it? I don't know who that is. Uh, I don't remember the interview what he think, talked about. Elvis Presley Blues. Yeah, I didn't care for the original. I hate to say it because I'm supposed to like Gillian Welch and folk music and bluegrass and stuff. Why? I really didn't care for the original. Why didn't? Why, why didn't were you I supposed like to like that? Just you know because everybody's supposed to like folk music. Yeah. It's, yeah. It was the thing for us to be happy here. But it's just one of those songs that sounds like she's making it up as she goes along. It just kind of rambles and meanders. My, my first introduction to this song was on her video. She's got a video that they play on CMT, apparently regularly, because I've seen it more than once. And I liked it. I thought she did a good job with it. I liked the song. And I liked Buffett's version of it. I definitely like Buffett versions better. I didn't mind the uh, her version of it. I, I thought it was very Bob Dylan-ish. I guess if I had to describe it, I, I can picture Bob Dylan singing. It's a folk song, there's you know? no doubt about it. And uh, I uh, I like Buffett's version of it. Another good, not I'm not skipping it. And I'm, I, too. Like I was surprised. I'm surprised again. that he did it, first yeah. of all. When I was listening to it, it's like, what is so attractive about this song yeah. Yeah. that he would do it? Well, but pick having it heard his version, I... I still don't understand why he picked it, but it's <laughs> well, a, good, he did a good job it's with it. And you're right, out. I still don't either. I, I don't out. understand what attracted him to it or or made him want to Maybe it was the video. This is in my notes I have. Mike described a video. Uh, the video wasn't that outstanding. It was like, it was you washed up color. It. I do remember it. You know, there's nothing fancy or special about it. But, no, to make you remember it, it had to be decent. I, mean, I did like it. She played her own instruments, which always impresses me when they're, when a woman, you know, plays her own instruments. Not a woman, per se, just anybody. That's not... No, no. Not that you're sexist. <laughs> I'm pretty sexist. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when the chicks are like, KT okay. Tunstall, that's kind of what got me... Uh, right, Mike is a sexist ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, take the, I'll take the lumps. North Coast ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want no part of that, ladies. I'm impressed when anybody can play. No, I, 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 okay, I, I'm impressed with anybody. No laptop for you? I have to look up northcoastass.com. To... <laughs> <laughs> now Mickey's going to buy another domain. <laughs> Northcoastass.com. <laughs> this is Mike's place. You've just been flagged for buying a pornography site. <laughs> it's available. Northcoastass.com wow, is available. Wow, yeah, put my name on. <laughs> well, it already is. The North yeah. Coast. Yeah. We'll just have Mike's face with that. <laughs> North Coast. Welcome ass. to NorthCoastAss.com. <laughs> Great stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I 
This is just what I needed, I'll tell you. I've been sitting <laughs> well, a bunch of margaritas. The Buffett music. <coughs> the margarita, the tequila. Combination of the drugs Especially and the first tequila. First margarita I made. Oh, that was nice. Anyhow, that takes us to the third of the three, the last of the three uh, Buffett, Guth, Kimbrough, and Peter Mayer songs. Cool Girl at Heart. And I put all of my notes set here. Of course, I'm in my third Maria at the time. I put Buffy. Yeah, it's a good song. It's a good song. I noticed that there are there were a couple songs as well as uh, Dukes on Sunday that specifically were uh, rooted in Hawaii. And I always thought Buffett was Caribbean, and I, that that was why I had such a big problem with people wearing grass skirts because that's not Caribbean. That's some fictional Hawaiian luau thing. Yeah. And now suddenly he's he's. Either he's decided to, to go Hawaiian or he's just pandering to the audience. I'm not sure, but now everything's Hawaiian instead of We Caribbean. prefer that you don't use the word pandering. <laughs> Bring out those coconut bras. <laughs> if they want to wear coconut bras and hula skirts, I say let them. But it was a good song. It was okay. Can't I kind of slept through that one, but uh, yeah, I, I have nothing really negative to say about it. it yeah, it was listenable. I, I have to look at the lyrics on that one. Uh, that didn't grab me. It didn't grab me, but it didn't scare me either. Yeah, I'll have to give that another couple shots. Yep. Left tequila. Yeah, and I sure I like it. Next song, good song. Wheel inside the wheel. Mm -hmm. When I say good song, it was just a different kind of song, and I'm talking about the original. Is that, that's the one that had the that was like like a good rock type, good. Yeah, and bluesy. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, he's almost speaking. R and something. Yeah, yeah. R ampersand something. Yeah, with the that Cajun rock. I think that's what it is. It's southern. That really. Yeah, it's definitely Cajun bluesy southern thing. It's Cajun rock. Yeah, where we Creole. Wheel inside the wheel. Something like that. Had a good feel to it. I like that. Yep, I like the original. I was. I like the original a lot. And Buffett does a pretty good job. Yeah, he does a pretty faithful, uh, faithful version of it too. As far as how long was it? He, he mentioned he made a comment that it was kind of a I long can... song. Yeah, it was seven minutes. Like, seven, this is seven oh one. That was the longest on this album. Right? Well, Hearst version is six thirty three. His was, according to BuffettNews.com, it's seven oh one. They just updated. No, that was like that when I started. I think oh, there's really? an extra instrumental. Yeah. One they got a promo copy near the end. They'd probably get that from the record, the label. That yeah, that's true. But I wouldn't be surprised they got a promo Radio copy. promo. I tried to get a radio promo copy, too. It didn't work. Yeah. Well, it was good. <laughs> I mean, that's a song. Did I, I send you that? Yeah, he, that was, he tried to do the... I, I, I don't think he sent it to Mick, oh, I, I noticed. He, sent, he asked for a promo copy for us. <laughs> I, said, I said, I'm one of the people who do the only Jimmy Buffett podcast on iTunes. Who, who did you write to? Uh, Coconut Telegraph. Oh no wonder they merged. Margaritaville.com. They'll, they'll read it in about six months. No, I yeah. did. I this did. This goes into the spam filter. <laughs> yeah. Well, by the time they get to the we had the only Jimmy Buffett podcast. They we and we deserve some acknowledge acknowledgement yeah, from should, them. We should get some more. Yes. Yeah, next time. We See, you're gonna wish for acknowledgement. Next thing you know, you're gonna get a cease and desist. That's what happens. Could happen. Next. Ah. Uh. Next track was Silver Wings, an old Merle Haggard song. In fact, he's written as the, he's down here as the author. Well, that was good. Flying. I liked it. Yeah. Kind of cool. This is old, yeah, this might be. It's an old country song. Yeah. 
very country. Very country. Not skippable. I mean, not. I probably won't skip it, but. Yeah, I, w I wouldn't go so far as to say I'd skip it, but of. Of the, the other. There's so many good, solid, above probably, average songs on this. This is a clearly average song on a. Yeah. Yeah, this isn't this isn't a killer cut. No. But it's nice little Buffett doing some old country. I stopped taking notes. Yeah, I was yeah. just looking at the truck. Oh, really? You, man, you stop right down the tunnels. Yeah. Wheel inside the wheel. We lost. Sorry, that. We lost. Oh, breathe in, breathe out, move on. The song that you guys were afraid of for some reason. It's, yeah. That had hokey oh, potential. I don't know that he did a great job titling these songs. This the, song, the titles are, are this song is like... Uh, does this it sound the, like this a lot of match on, yeah. the, on this record? It right? sounds like other Buffett songs. I thought it was good. Yeah. I don't know why good. you guys were worried about it. it well, sounded, I thought it was another hokey thing. It sounded I'm like so it, afraid of those. It, like, it's almost like, sound like expected. the hokey pokey is what it's all about. Yeah. That's what I yeah, picture with this yeah, song. Yeah, yeah, I'm they said right on the page that it's about Katrina, so know, it's not going to be a dance song. You don't know if it's going to be a goofy song or, you know. Yeah. He's going to take the light. See, I didn't know it was about Katrina, and I wasn't. But I wasn't particularly afraid of this. I guess I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't in on the movement on this song. I'm just so afraid of that kind of song. I I enjoyed it though. It's another good solid yeah. song. It was good. It was good. I wouldn't. But I thought it would. This be. is when Mike made me my second tequila shot, <laughs> and so I was done. Remember nothing. <laughs> Dukes on Sunday. Last song. And I I like this again. It sounded uh, like other Buffett songs, but uh, uh, yeah, I really like this song. I liked this it. It's not written by Buffett the at all. Top five on this album. Henry I, I was kind of surprised that the last three songs are kind of uh, mellow sounding. Yeah. I figured he would, like the second to last song might be kind of up tempo, and then the final song would be. And I don't see it. This is what I I like about this hour. album is it has a solid, good feel, all the way through. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a it, it's it, almost a theme to it, but right. Not uh, yeah, a lot of golf coast coastal songs, apart from the two Hawaiian ones. It's not a, like in your face type theme. You have to kind of look for it, but it's there. Right. And the song that didn't show up because it's a CD enhanced. Yeah, we'll have to wait. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. Because <laughs> that's got the potential to be like my, the, the top song on this record. That record, nothing. That might be the top Buffett song of all it's, time. It could be up there. The lyric, right, just lyric-wise alone. Maybe we're lucky he didn't play because then we have to watch Scott Ball. <laughs> <laughs> we made fun of him and turn around and wipe right the tears from our face. You've been right there with me. Uh, <laughs> well, we'd act off, make fun of him, turn around. To quote you, what are you, uh, ro romantic at heart, or what was your line for yourself? <laughs> Hopeless romantic. Yeah, hopeless romantic. romantic. Yeah, 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 I am. Hopeless. So we would have been spooning on the couch, <laughs> wiping each other's tears. That, that <laughs> you said I was a hopeless romantic, and I'm spooning Scott. What happened to me doing that? How did no, we I'll jump to that? that I'm romantic. I'm romantic. That's a, that's a I, song yeah, title right there. The boy spooning can dream, can he? And I, and I never Spooning Scott tequila. is what it's all about. Would you be afraid of a song called Spooning Scott? sucks. <laughs> Maybe you want to drink tequila. Really? That's the yeah, first, see, you didn't throw that is, up. That is the first time I drank tequila since I was 18. Swear to God. True story. Oh, even in the margarita? I mean, the margarita. I've never had a margarita. Oh, my gosh. I asked him earlier. I've never had a Do you want anything to drink, Scott? Wait, no, no. I'm upset. <laughs> And then later on, did you notice? I never even asked him. He said, "All right, I'll have one." Like I was bugging him. That was the first. Time. <laughs> I noticed that. All right, all right. 
Leave me alone. Then you didn't even ask him, so I'm going to make me. Do you want to hear the story? Okay, I have one mic. Jeez. Do you want to hear the tequila story? 18, whitewater rafting, and it was in August on the uh, whatever big river, the biggest river in West Virginia, the Upper Gully, the most dangerous, class 5 rapid, blah, 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 blah. And every... Everybody had on in everybody's boat. We had like six boats. Somebody in every boat got hurt. I mean, like seriously. Yeah, didn't Lisa get hurt? Injured. No, this is before I was even dating Lisa. Oh, okay. This is with my cousins, and uh, and we say we came home after we came to our campground after that day, and they sat around with a bottle of tequila. And I just had one sip, and it made me want to hurl. And I swear I'd never drink or touch tequila again. I mean, just, I don't remember what kind of tequila it was. I just remember tasting and thinking, why would anybody want to drink this? And I have not had a margarita or tequila since then. And one, when on my 21st birthday, I was at Simon's in Allen Park, Michigan. If we're going to leave this on the podcast as a side story. Uh, Simon's in Allen Park, Michigan, the band, the Killer Flamingos, Heard it was my birthday and sent me over a blowjob, which I did not know there was tequila in oh, a, tequila's in a, in blow a blowjob shot. <laughs> only and, had some blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I did that, and then, of course, the band stops, and they're going to do the shot with you. So now you have some pressure to drink. I was sitting there happily with my captain and, and Coke at the oh, time. Oh, now he's mixing and they forced me, I mean, the whole bar stopped. Let's all, you know, do a cheers to Scott on his 21st birthday. I put it, did the shot, and they made you do it with no hands. Oh. Okay, so I'm no-handed. Oh, how gay is that? <laughs> <laughs> That's what you doing. No-handed, knock it back, and I and immediately, I back. smiled, I, wa- I remember turning around smiling, waving at the band a thank you, I walked outside very calmly, walked past the first car in the parking lot, and threw up right behind it. <laughs> and then, ever since then, no tequila. Well, Mike, I can well, tell I, Mike. I, Mike, oh, you got a tequila I, I take it uh, as a compliment, then, that he didn't throw that up there. Yeah. That was, I... And mine. So we both made him. I, I'm so, I feel so... Uh, Proud. You, right. Seriously. I, like, I'm not even being smart. You guys, I thought, would be a better influence than Wayne. Because Wayne has been drinking way too much, and now I'm getting sucked into <laughs> your world. Well, and it's not I, just, I asked him to be stuff. polite. Uh-huh. Well, Wayne's trying to sell us on uh, Corvo Black, and I yeah. keep saying, look, Wayne, man, that's not it's really not even 100% as good. It's not even up to 1800. No, no, man, it's great. It's great. And it it's says on the label, on the label, it says, mix with Coke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, Mitch joined us, so can we move to the... Are we done? We're not done. No. Yeah, we're done. So we bid you farewell and adieu from the North Coast. And I'm cutting that. <laughs> we can cut it anyways. <laughs> now I have to say it, even though it gets cut. Yeah, is there anything else to... Uh, I guess, well, you want to talk about the album as a whole? Like our... I think we did. Did we? I did. Well, oh, yeah. We, I, we I, we, none of us, again, we agree. Yeah, we agree. We agree a lot, so there's nothing real exciting about Yeah, we apologize. Stuff, we've only listened great. to this stuff one time. Yeah. I, yeah, uh, give us a break. What the hell, people? I guess I can sum up. I really liked that he kept Weather With You the same. I I mean, I, and I really liked Single to Mile in Memphis and how it's different, and it's kind of really what I imagined when I heard 
the Guy Clark version. I said, boy, Buffett could take this and use the horns and all that stuff to his advantage. And I, uh, and Wheel and Sight, so I, I, that's funny, I guess those are the three songs that stick out at me. And Bahama Breeze, uh, I bragged it out already, so. I know that thing by heart. I've been listening to even the original version. It's been in my rotation now for a while. So I'm looking forward to listening to all the other stuff. But those are the three that Wheel Inside the Wheel, Cinco de Mayo Memphis, Cinco de and Mayo Weather with Memphis. You. That really blew me away. I was really impressed with that. <laughs> it's on my big drive, and my big drive's not here. Call Greg. Yeah, Tell him about your big drive. <laughs> you sound all jealous. Just because I wouldn't spoon you. Yeah. Boy, I thought that was later. Yeah. Oh, I, I gave my... Is that out? Is that... <laughs> I gave my thoughts. Anybody else have thoughts? Yeah, he never ruled it out. And I'm looking forward to listening to whoop de doo a few more times and enjoying that. Yeah, please, uh, start, as you guys start to... Our audience out there, as you start to get your hands on some of these, we'd really like to get some audience comments and we'll... Even you know, if you think we're late. You'd be happy to post will, it. will, but... Yeah. shouldn't stop you. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't stop us. <laughs> You got uh, a big finish because I'm going to turn this off now. We never have a big finish. Yeah. Come on, Scott, give us a big finish. <laughs> Why? Wow, you'll just cut it. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I'm looking forward to this one. I'm demanding. We need, a demand joke. We need the joke of it. we got to come up with a joke of the week. We used to have to assign one to each Okay, person. wait a second. Okay, when are you going to give us that Your big finish? Your mama's so fat. Last time she saw a 90210, it was on a scale. <laughs> Your mama's so fat, when she walked in front of the TV, you missed five minutes of the show. <laughs> Scott's really enjoying these. I like the uh, Drew Carey, my dick is so big jokes. Those are probably out on the, uh, on the web. My dick is so big, there's still snow on it in the summertime. <laughs> my dick has better credit than I do. <laughs> That's a good one. My dick is so big, clowns climb out of it when I come. <laughs> My dick is so big I have a cook. I have to cook at breakfast in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have a better if you didn't uh, screw that one up. <laughs> My dick is so big Trump owns it. <laughs> <laughs> My dick is so big Stephen Hawking has a theory about it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God Drew Carey. Well, one of those is the big finish. Short summers, long days, hit the beaches, catch some rays. Hibernate until June, leave it up, it's gone too soon. When you live on the north coast, manage your time. Best three months you gotta get through now. That's life on the North Coast. That's life on the North Coast. Smoke, a recipe for smoke whiskey shrimp. He's <laughs> got straight in. He's trying to get into the seafood thing too. Now that he has tequila, he's like, there's no stopping me One cup of honey, garlic oil, butter, Kentucky whiskey, cumin, hot chili oil. Inject that into your turkey. 
<laughs> Sounds like an insult. Jack that into your turf. You know what he means. <laughs> Take that and jack that into your turf. <laughs> <It's> okay. <laughs>